right. Hey, folks. So today we're going to be talking about a very high IQ topic, which is why I have my glasses on. <laughs> so get ready. Today I'm going to talk about expectations. What are realistic rates of progression when it comes to strength gain for hypertrophy? The reason we're going to talk about this, it's one of many factors which relate to why people end up with this intermediate plateau where they don't gain. It's this seeming plateau, which actually might not be a plateau, and I want to just discuss why that is. So first of all, we're going to start with a discussion about expectations. And I want to start with an analogy. Okay, just an analogy that we can all relate to. And we're going to take the example of a couple of young budding lovers. Not yet. They're dating. A guy called John and a girl called Jill. And so it's date night. Okay. Right. The third date, things are going great. And John fully expects that he's going to get lucky tonight. He thinks tonight's the night. Everything's going well. We've got a great rapport. She laughs at my jokes. She touches my leg. I brush her hair. Things are going well. By the end of the night tonight, I am going to get lucky. Absolutely. Now, what happens is at the end of the night, they hit second base. You guys know what second base is, right? He was fully expecting to hit third place, right? As a result, he's upset. He's gutted. Oh, man, I can't believe it. I fully expected tonight was the night. I was going to hit a home run, <laughs> hit a home base. They're always baseball analogies, aren't they? He thought tonight I was supposed to get lucky tonight, right? Now, in her mind, she was thinking tonight was going to be first base, just like kiss, whatever, right? So she went and hit second base. She's, she thinks fantastic. This is great. It exceeded her expectations. For him, it was below his expectations. He had expectations, hit a home run tonight, hit fifth base, right? She was thinking she was going to be hitting first base. And so what actually happened was somewhere in between. And as a result, he was super unhappy. He was super disappointed. And she was super happy because her expectations were actually a lot lower. Now, in a similar way, this is related to strength gain. If your expectations are way too high, even if you're gaining strength at what somebody else would consider to be a reasonable rate, you're going to be unhappy. You're going to think this is not working. It is not going to plan because I thought this was supposed to happen very much like the hero of our story, Joe, right? Whereas if you have the appropriate and realistic idea of what you should be gaining, like the heroine of our story, Jill, you're probably going to be a lot happier. So what is the consequence then of Joe being very unhappy with the situation? The consequence is that he might just say, forget it. It's not my problem. It's not my expectations. Actually, it's Jill's problem. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and hook up with Sharon. I'm going to do something different. See where I'm going with this? Something different. I'm going to go hook up with Sharon. Sharon's a lovely girl. She's fantastic. Comes from a good home, right? But there's a problem, isn't there? The problem is he has to rebuild the rapport. So the same rapport he had with Jill, he has to rebuild that rapport. He has to rebuild that rapport. He has to go through date one, date two, date three, et cetera, et cetera. So he, that's what he does. He takes some time. So another few months go by. They have another few dates and he starts to build up that rapport. And he gets to the point where he's thinking, this is it. Things are going well. <laughs> That's it. I'm hitting fifth base tonight. No problem. And, and the same thing happens. The same thing happens. Sharon, just like Jill, 
wasn't ready for it. And she says, no, we're going to have a kiss. We're going to have a bit of a fumble and that's it. Right. But again, his expectations are causing issues here. So he's jumped from Jill to Sharon. They're both perfectly nice girls, both very much suited. He makes them both laugh. They make him laugh. They give him their attention, all the good stuff, right? All the good stuff we look for. Okay. There's nothing wrong with either of them. He keeps applying the wrong expectations. And as a result, he's just going through these women, <laughs> dating them all and really wasting a lot of time. So what has he actually accomplished in terms of building a relationship or getting lucky? Well, <laughs> he's not done either. And in a very similar way, it's the same with lifting weights. You can switch routines. That's what happens. You end up switching a routine because you're looking for this really quick rate of progress. Your expectations are out of whack with what's realistic. And then if we were to carry the analogy on, let's keep working with this analogy. <laughs> he goes onto YouTube to find some answers and he sees a dating coach, right? This dating coach has got multiples of millions of followers, right? And the dating coach says, he says, look, you're not dressed right. You guys out there, you young guys, you're not dressed right. That's why you're not getting lucky. He says to this young man, he says to our hero, he says, Jack, your shoes are killing your relationship chances. Does this sound familiar? And then he releases another video a week later and he says, actually, Jack, your suit is killing your relationship gains, right? So what happens next is Jack goes on this massive mission, like a year, two years, he does all the self-improvement, shoes look amazing, clothes look great. He starts working out, which is a good thing, by the way. And he improves all those things. And a year down the line, two years down the line, he's ready to get back into the dating pool. So now he starts dating Louise. And the same thing happens because the problem was never with his shoes or his suit. The problem was with his expectations. There was nothing wrong with any of those girls. The problem was with him. So going back to the analogy, it is the equivalent of listening to somebody who is pointing in the direction of lots of little stupid things and saying, that's your issue. Not the fact that your expectations are not realistic. The reality is, from the off, there was nothing wrong with any of these girls. They're all fantastic. Just like most sensible routines are good. They're good enough. The problem actually was that your expectations about how fast you should be improving in the gym were off. And that's what leads to people ultimately making no progress. Because if you look at the hero of our story, Jack, he spent a year or two on the dating pool. He spent another few years on self-improvement, another year or so trying it all again. So he spent five years and really he's gotten nowhere. In fact, in five years, he's, no one can even tell he's in a relationship. He hasn't even really gotten laid in five years. So he started off at 20, he's now 25. He's a 25 year old version. It's a sad story. <laughs> it was an amusing example, but you guys get what I'm saying. It has parallels, right? We have to have the right expectations because if we don't, we end up getting unhappy. And if we get unhappy, it leads us to frequent changes and then we really stall our progress. So what is a realistic rate of progression? Now, I like to look at progress over the course of a year because then we can split things up and see what's realistic. So if I was to tell you guys, is it realistic to increase your bench press by five pounds a month? What do you think? It's a good question five pounds a month, is that realistic? Let's say you're currently benching 400 pounds. 
is it realistic then in a year's time to go from 400 to 450 naturally when you're already at that elite level i would say that's not realistic it's not realistic at all but what if you bench 135 is it realistic to get to 185 in the year definitely realistic so whether strength gain is realistic or not whether that amount of strength gain is realistic or not really depends on where you are and i would say look at the long term and then break that up into the short term so let's take our beginner who's currently benching 135 and he wants to bench 185 so 50 pounds over the course of a year i think that's perfectly reasonable that is roughly five pounds a month give or take with a bit of contingency time so five pounds for per month for 10 months is 50. obviously that's two extra months but you know give or take a little bit a bit of leeway maybe goes on holiday right so i would say for that guy who's benching just 135 just five pounds of progression just five pounds is actually pretty good he would over the course of a year get to 185 pretty comfortably i would say that's a pretty reasonable rate of progression if a guy is already benching a couple of plates aside 50 pound in a year is probably not realistic 25 pound sure so then we're looking at two and a half pounds roughly per month so that really puts things into perspective doesn't it you've got guys who are at that intermediate stage where let's say they're benching maybe 185 or so to 200 pounds something like that for a set of five for them to think that it's realistic to be gaining five pounds per week is crazy so we have to really slow down their expectations on what a rate of progress is and when you're a lot more advanced you have to slow it down even more but the point remains most people are looking in the short term and thinking if i don't see two and a half pounds or five pounds increase this week it's a fail when that couldn't be further from the truth you have to really slow things down quite a lot and again just to remind you if you don't slow things down if you don't readdress your expectations what happens is you end up chronic routine changing just like the hero of our story jack who has gone from jill to sharon to louise to this dating coach who says everything is killing his relationship gains <laughs> and in the end he's got nowhere and he's sat there thinking help me so what does he do well he goes to the dating coaches of youtube who aren't as famous but who actually work with people and they say look the problem all along was not the routine or the girl i'm mixing my analogies here <laughs> the problem was not the girl the problem was with your expectations and the problem's not with you either there's nothing wrong with you you're not unattractive to women you're fine it's just your expectations are out of line just like with training there's nothing wrong with your potential you guys are fine you can gain just fine it's just your expectations are way out of whack target that five pounds of strength a month if you're at the intermediate stage that might even need to slow down but think about where you could be in a year and then reverse engineer from that to see what's actually realistic so you have to really break it down but look at things in the long term i think far too many people look at things from session to session or week to week so there are ways of showing progress without seeing just weight on the bar you can judge progress in different ways and i've been talking about them on my channel recently things like reduced rest periods potentially more volume at the same weight like the own the weight type of thing there's different ways so let's now look at some common progression schemes and how we can judge progress more accurately basically the beginner is going to see 
faster progress with less complexity. As you get more advanced, you go through the intermediate ranks to the advanced ranks, you typically will see progress slow down and you will need more complexity. The complexity is not just for complexity's sake. You don't have to get complicated because being advanced is some trigonometry puzzle. It's not. But you have to ensure you slow down progression. So a lot of these set and rep schemes and these programs, the periodization programs that advanced guys use, it's really just a way of slowing down progression. But we can do that in other ways without getting complicated. You look at a guy like Freakity, Dennis, he uses mostly linear periodization, I think. I actually want to get him in for a talk at some point. So he's not using really complicated periodization schemes. He's just being extremely patient, and that's good. So the point is not that complexity is needed because being advanced is a trigonometry puzzle. It's not. It's just it forces you to slow down progression. And I've said this in the past. There are no special set and rep schemes. They just account for slower progress. So in general, really ranked beginners can do with single progression, just increasing the weight on the bar every time they go to the gym. As you progress, double progression becomes a factor, becomes something you would employ. So you would increase the weight and then give yourself a week or two to increase the reps back up to the top and keep going. And then you get to the point where you might be using triple progression, which is what I was describing in my video a couple of weeks back. And I called it either building the base of the pyramid or owning the weight. It's what Nashua Pertry calls his evolving rep and set method. Very similar, but essentially it's quite an intuitive process of adding volume to a certain weight range, which slows down the rate of progress. That's all. It's really all it is. It allows you to build up wins, to create additional stress, and to just make you more confident at that weight before you go up. So maybe the first time we go up to a new weight, we might get, say, five, four, and three. And then we're thinking, okay, that's enough. What we would do over the course of the next four to six weeks, we would take opportunity to gradually build out the volume and just get more and more comfortable with that weight. So if that weight feels really tough the first time we do it, we can only get a set of five and then the reps drop off. As we get more and more comfortable, we add a rep here, we add a rep there. Before we know it, we're doing maybe a set of six and then a set of five and then a set of four. And at that point, a couple of more weeks down the line, we might get to the point where we're doing a couple of sets of six, and then a set of five, and then a set of four, which is completely different from where we started. So we're much more comfortable at that weight. And that means the next time we go up in weight, it's going to be a much easier transition to the next step because we've just slowed down progression because we have appropriate expectations for our rate of progress, which takes us right back to the original analogy with Jack. And that means that's the equivalent of building a relationship, of working on a relationship, of hitting the milestones at the appropriate time. It would be like proposing for marriage after six months of dating. It's a little soon. So it allows you to hit those mi relationship milestones at appropriate times. That's the key. And that is why if we have realistic expectations, it allows us to strength at a rate, which means we're not getting disappointed. We're actually being patient and allowing a more nuanced set and rep scheme for us to see little bits of progress here and there so we don't feel like we're getting stuck. We're actually seeing one or two reps because when most people think they're getting stuck, they do actually progress. It's just they're progressing very slowly and they're not building out 
sideways. They're always trying to go up in weight. Sometimes you need to work sideways to allow you to go back up. Build that base of the pyramid, like I talked about in a, a video a few weeks ago. Okay, so I am going to call it there. Hopefully that was very useful for you. Hopefully you found the analogy amusing, but illustrative. And I will call it there. If you have any questions, pop them down below and I will speak to you in the next one. All right, take it. Preferably not dating advice though, because I'm, <laughs> as much as I enjoy the analogy, I don't think I'm a dating coach. What kills your, yes, your shoes are killing your relationship gains.